Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 1, Touchstone, Premise, and Purpose. Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. I'm Chad Corey. In this first episode, we're going to start looking at the process of world building with a focus on a macro to micro approach. While the general idea is to present a process people can use for their own purposes, what I'll be sharing and the way in which I share it is not meant to be a be-all, end-all on the matter. You're certainly free to go from a micro to macro approach with your own projects, as well as pick and choose what I'll be sharing in these episodes. But since I tend to create from a more top-down approach, with most of the what I do, that's what I'll be sharing first in this series. However you make use of these podcasts, the general idea is to present a working overview and process that can help in the creation and fleshing out of your own creations. Whether you're looking to make a new setting for a story, playground for your RPG or game, universe for your comic, or just whatever else you might be kind of contemplating, What's presented will help you cover all your bases, making sure you don't leave anything unfinished, forgotten, or underdeveloped. What this podcast will not be is an exhaustive end-all be-all solution to the creative process for such endeavors. It can't be. Every project is unique and has special things that only you can fully develop. But what this podcast can offer is a means to inspire, guide, and help proof your own efforts making sure your own creative process is as smooth, productive, and enjoyable as possible. What I'll be sharing has come about through my own research and personal experience in creating various settings and properties for different mediums, and, like I said, is what I use when creating any, something from scratch. And as such, I will sometimes share what I've learned or recommend with a certain topic when warranted to further help you along with options and ideas, as well as providing avoiding pitfalls and any headaches along the way. So, with that said, let's start with the focus of today's episode, and that is taking a look at touchstones, premises, and purposes. When starting to create a world, these are usually some of the first things I go to when I start out. And if you have some solid answers for them with your own projects, they will help guide and sustain all your other efforts moving forward. So, let's look at touchstones. Generally speaking, a touchstone is something used for testing the purity of gold. But when used in the sense of world creation, what I'm talking about is having a basic aspect of something in real world or imagined that you want to have to be a core element or foundation or even inspiration for your creation. What you get from your touchstone is sort of a flavor or feel for what you want to invoke in your world. It could be something cultural, artistic, a certain style of things, for example, an historical connection or look or mood, a certain genre, some genre or a particular version of how said genre was conveyed, or many other things. In short, it's something that at its core is a baseline approach and guide for the most fundamental aspects of your world. It will be something you can keep coming back to for further inspiration and will serve as a foundation upon which to quote-unquote touch base throughout the creation process. And you can have more than one touchstone as well, as many as you want though most will probably find three is a pretty good number for a maximum, providing a main touchstone and then two minor ones that build off of or touch on the major one. Once you start figuring out touchstones, you can start seeing them in many other creations across the media landscape. But here are some basic examples to inspire some ideas for your own efforts. Maybe you really like punk music, even a certain band, 
and that speaks to you for some reason for a foundational element in your world. Not just the music, but the attitude and the look, the feel, the same very essence of what it conveys. That's what you want to bring into your creation. Coupled with this, you really enjoy the ancient Celtic culture. Maybe it's the outfits or tribalism or the art, religion, or a combination of things, but for some reason you see it as something else you'd like to have expressed in your creation. And finally, you've been intrigued with the idea of having a world that isn't covered with so much water as our own, allowing for more land masses, maybe even an entire world without seas or oceans, just rivers and lakes. This could be more a fantastical inspiration or come in part based on more scientific interest, but however it came, you like it and want to use it as a touchstone for your world as well. So combining these three things together, you can start to see how you can mix and match for some interesting combinations for possible world creation. And because there are your very core elements, as it were, they will permeate all you create, helping keep that overall vision consistent at the core of whatever you do. Now that we've had a working idea of touchstones, let's transition into talking more about premises. A premise is what the world setting is going to be about, what its basic concept is, for lack of a better word. Whereas touchstones provide something to help inspire, guide, and ground your work, the premise is the refining element of what this world is going to be about. Usually the most basic premise will help define the conflict or conflicts in the setting and flesh out some other elements hinted at or inspired by your touchstones. Premises can also come straight from your own preferences on what you want to do or accomplish in this world. For example, to get the ball rolling here on the topic, some common conflict premises are always the classic good versus evil, savage versus civilized, chaos versus order, religion versus secular thought, technology versus magic or non-technology, race versus race, man versus nature. There's plenty more and many other combinations of them, but I, I think you get the idea. Other premises can be forms of genre and subgenres, and then you can have personal ideas and concepts tied in as well. And there are plenty of other elements that can be considered ranging from political and religious matters to historical concepts or ideas you wanted to explore or develop in different directions. And again, here I can't get too specific on your own project because it's going to be unique to you. But I think you get the general idea of what we're talking about with premises. But in keeping with the punk-inspired, Celtic landlocked world idea we shared earlier, maybe you think you need to add in the man versus nature conflict, as the world is big and people might not be able to yet fill large parts of it, which in turn opens the way for conflicts and issues there. And then perhaps it might be fun to have the savage versus civilized premise, as well as there might be some people who are trying to look to raise themselves to a higher level of development, and then others that aren't entirely welcoming of this idea or concept, who want to remain, quote-unquote, more natural in their ways in life. And then perhaps you might like the idea of an unstable world, riddled by earthquakes and aftershocks, which further complicate the lives of people and situations in general. I could go on, but I think you get the idea. There isn't really a limit to premises for world creation, but if you keep it no more than about five or so, that should be fine. Again, the idea is to have the premise help refine the world, serving as the first guidepost on your touchstone created foundation. As such, you don't really want too many around cluttering up the building site at this point in time. And just for the record, in the example above, I use three premises. Man versus nature, savage versus civilized, and earthquake riddled world. Again, use what works best for you. Now, let's talk about the world's purpose. 
Purpose might be the easier of the three things to consider. It's where you sit down and figure out just what you want to make this world for. That is, what sort of medium you're looking to have it created for. Are you looking to use it for an RPG or computer game? Is this the setting for a series of novels? Maybe you want to use it for a comic or graphic novel story, or perhaps this was something you wanted to develop for a television or movie series. Or maybe it's a combination of all of the above. Whatever the purpose, getting that figured out up front will help guide you in the development and creation process as things move forward. For example, if you're just looking at the written word with a prose setting, you might not have to be too into the weeds when it comes to visual matters, where more general ideas might work better. But if you're going to make the setting for a comic or a computer game or a movie, then it might be better having a color scheme, a concept of a precise reference guide for colors and costumes and things in general to keep things consistent on the process forward. Having a purpose will also help you with aspects of the world that need to be fleshed out more with background stories, characters, and the like, as different mediums will make use of the world differently as well as allow different forms of interaction with the setting that will call for certain things to be known and established. Again, here I can't tell you too many things in detail, as I don't know your specific goals and ideas. You'll have to work that out on your own. But my hope is that by now or in the days ahead, you'll have your imagination stirred on what you'll need for getting your own world started in such a way that you can continue building with confidence and definite direction. And that takes us to the end of this episode. Next time, I'm getting into the next part of the process that has helped me immensely with my own worlds and projects. Until then, happy world building. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.